What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves. So, I am doing better. Hopefully you guys are doing better. Uh, I'm feeling a little bit more healthy. Still getting over the Rona. And uh, we're making moves. So, today, I want to talk to you guys about the idea of you being a person that found evidence of aliens or UFOs on the planet. Whether it be you found a crashed ship with video that you took, or you hacked into NASA like Gary McKinnon and found proof of an alien ship and a manifest of non-terrestrial officers, or you found a piece of a ship that you currently have in your possession and has been tested to be proven to be not of this planet. To have elements that don't exist here. What would you do with that information? Let's put yourself in the shoes of a man like Edward Snowden, who released tons of information on the NSA and the fact that they are mass gathering information about the United States citizens. More, than, more information about the United States citizens than any other country on the planet combined. If you, if you watch Snowden the movie, you'll know what he found out, or you read his book, or whatever the case is. Um, would you release the information while you were in the United States? Or would you do what Edward Snowden did and left the U.S. and then release it underneath the protection of another embassy or another nation? Would you cast off the United States forever and not be allowed back on your native soil again. Native being an ironic word, if you're European, right? Uh, would you, where would you hide? Where would you go? Or would you stay and fight the fight within the U.S.? That's a question that you have to ask yourself if you're a ufologist or you follow ufology, aliens, extraterrestrials, paranormal uh, activity, government cover-ups, what have you. The real question is, what would you do with that information? Well, let's, let's, let's break it down piece by piece, okay? Let's say, you, let's say you're in certain situations. What would you do in the situation where you have seen a crashed UFO? You have your phone with you. You take video of that crashed UFO. You, ha you have aliens coming out of this crashed UFO that are injured, that may be dead, that may that may actually communicate with you. You have this information. You have this video as proof. Would you release it knowing that half the people that see this video won't even believe it? And that maybe the only people that might actually believe it would be the government and would know it's real and could track your geolocation where you took that video and know that you were there, potentially putting yourselves in harm's way, only <coughs> to try to prove that aliens exist. Who, who would you actually be proving it to? Would you be proving it to yourself? Or would you be proving it to individuals who already believe? And therefore, only causing yourself harm, or to be put in harm's way, 
by the government? Or would you be trying to prove it to people that don't, don't believe? And in which case, why would you be putting yourself out there anyway? That's a lot of questions to ask, but it's something in interesting and important when we're talking about ufology and we're talking about the real dangers, the inherent dangers of even talking about extraterrestrials at this point. Because if you guys follow, um, there was a great YouTuber, I don't even know if he's around anymore, but he went under the name Secure Team 10. Um, and he was a great, great YouTuber, put together great videos. And then he ended up getting busted on some dumb charges that, um, you know, he reports that weren't even real. Um, and he reported that the MIB was following him. He had video of them following him <coughs> and stalking him outside of his house, parked outside of his house. And, um, and, and, and he got these, these false, um, false charges against him. So, you know, you have to ask yourself in reality, you know, what, what is it worth to you and what is it worth to your your freedom, your livelihood? Um, because they'll come after your livelihood too. Um, you know, it's it's a real question. You know, what would you do? How far would you go? Would you go as far as Edward Snowden, Snowden and go to another uh, country to release your information, to have freedom, to have uh, you know freedom if, after you release this info? I mean, even uh, even Chelsea Manning, right? She got put in um, military prison. Um, I'm not sure if she got released or not um, after she released some information uh, about the military, um, important information that should be known by, by the public. Some could argue that it shouldn't, being that it was of a military, you know, military nature. But um, it's very interesting to think about what we would do in this scenario. Now, let's say you did something not, or you actually did something illegal, right? Like, you taking video of a downed aircraft is not illegal. Well, let's say you found out information because you were hacking. What would you do then? Would you leave the country to release the information? Gary McKinnon was not in this country. He he hacked into NASA and he was a, he is he is a UK citizen, and he did not uh, not get extradited. Okay, he did not get extradited. Uh, even though he easily could have. The UK did not extradite him. He had uh, <clears throat> um, autism, I believe it was, and Asperger's. Um, and um, the UK just refused to extradite him. But he hacked into NASA. NASA said that he caused like millions of dollars of damage to their infrastructure, which is total BS. Let's face it, right? Just total, total hornswoggle. He did not cause millions of dollars to damage. The only thing that he did was exploit a, a, a non-safe entry point into NASA's network. That was it. Okay? If, if they needed to hire somebody to put some Norton on their uh, systems, then uh, I'm sorry, but that's not going to cost you millions of dollars, sorry to say. And you should have better security. I'm not saying go hack anybody. I'm not saying do anything illegal. I'm saying, you know, <laughs> what he did was not causing that much damage. Um, but let's say you did that. What would you do? Would you go and just move to another country? I mean, if you found definitive proof, right, whether that's what Gary McKinnon found, which was non-terrestrial officers, there's no other way you can put that. You can't say non-terrestrial officers mean that they're officers that, uh, <laughs> that, um, 
uh, are from another country or, you know, uh, from anywhere else on the planet. Non-terrestrial means not from this planet. You know, I mean, you could say that these officers were going to not be on the planet, but these were these were transfer papers. That meant that they were already off planet and they didn't correspond to anyone that was on the books in the in the ISS, right? The International Space Station. They didn't correspond to any other um, astronauts. So it goes to show you that, you know, there is information that they're hiding. Whether or not those non-terrestrial officers were just astronauts or they were aliens could be up for debate. Um, but it also had ship names that were not on any any known information anywhere. So it goes to show you that he found something that wasn't being provided to the public or anywhere else. So what would you do with that information? Would you release it while you're in the U.S.? What if you're already in another country? Would you feel safe enough to, in your country to not extradite you? That's a tough call because most countries would extradite to the United States underneath pressure. It's it's a tough call. I mean, if you're in the U.S. and you and you hacked something in the U.S., you're going. You're, you're gonna be in trouble. Okay, they're coming after you. So, <coughs> I'm not. I don't ever do anything illegal. Don't get yourself in trouble. It's not worth it, right? They're never gonna say that there's aliens anyway. Okay, so it's it. The tough thing is, it's like we want to prove it so hard to ourselves, but we already know. We already know. We don't need somebody else to tell us. But it's interesting to think about putting yourself in the position where you happen to come across something. What if you came across proof, a crash ship? What if you did come across a crash ship? I know it would be a tough scenario to come across, right? It's not going to be a, at one, it's going to be a once in a lifetime, like one in a billion shot, right? Probably. But let's say you just happen to get to a crash ship before the government got there, or you came across an ancient alien ship that nobody ended up actually finding. It was before um, the United States government was even here, right? Um, and I apologize for just talking from the United States standpoint. But let's say in your own country you found a crash ship from before there were search teams, before there was radar, before there was technology to track what's coming in and out of the atmosphere. And you came across it, and you came across... Um, some ancient language that was on some of the ship. Maybe you came across some skeletons that were inside the ship. Uh, you could clearly tell that this was technology that was not from our planet, especially if there was something that indicated that it was from a, a different being. Mean, meaning, you know, let's say you had to put your hand into something for like a, a fingerprint access, right? Like we have currently today. But instead of having five fingers, the imprint required four fingers or three fingers or two, <clears throat> right? You would clearly know that this technology was not created from a human. And in which case, you would know it was alien. You would know that it was most likely not from this planet. It could have been from a terrestrial species from millions and millions of years ago. But then you would know that there was some form of species that had a higher technology that was at least here and that it's a species that we're not aware of. What would you do with that information? Would you give it up to some lab to test? Would you call the government and say, hey, I got this cool piece of crash ship technology. Would you like to come and check it out? 
would you try to take it home um, and hold it and pass it on from generation to generation? That's kind of an interesting um, aspect to, to think about because then at least you could keep it in your family, you know, until somebody spilled the beans to somebody. But it's not like you would be taking anything or stealing to something that wasn't yours because it would just be out like in a, you know, in a nature area, right? Um, so, you know, it just goes, it, it begs the question, what would you do? You know, we find ourselves in all kinds of weird situations, right? You might find yourself one day, you know, coming across some, some information that you weren't ready for or coming across a situation you weren't ready for. <clears throat> and that's usually the way life goes. And we don't have the best knowledge base to deal with something like that. So it's interesting to talk about. It's interesting to think about putting yourself in that position to think about what you would do. Because a lot of times I've never really, you know, kind of post postulated this in other podcasts. And I haven't seen it postulated in television shows. We've seen people who have come across, um, you know, or witnessed alien ships or been abducted. But how many have proof that they were abducted other than their own stories? Very few people have like the I-beams from Roswell, right? That were handed down from the farmer to his, his other family members, right? <coughs> handed down through the generations. We don't really have that. It's very, very few and far between. Um... People witness aliens, right? Like the Var Vargina, Brazil, um, witnessing 1997. The three girls witnessed uh, this devil-like creature. And, and a, a car, okay, this is interesting, right? A car with United States plates on it came up to their house in Brazil, right? Weird. And they offered them like half a million dollars or a quarter million dollars to stay quiet. And they didn't take it. You know, it... What would happen if you were in that situation, right? Like, let's say you had a piece of alien technology, and the government knew you had it, and they pull up to your house and they say, hey, we know you have this this, this tech. We know that you don't want to be quiet about it, and we know that you, you want to hold on to it, but we need it. We're willing to give you some money for it. Seems far-fetched, right? Because in our, our, if you live in the U.S., you know we live in kind of a police state. And these guys will just come and come to your house and say, hey, man, this is ours. It's not yours. We're taking it. But let's say they offered you, like, a chunk of money, right? It'll pay your whole house, house off. Would you take it? Would you tell them you don't know what they're talking about? Would you let them ransack your house? It's an interesting question. Something to think about. Um, a lot of people wouldn't know what to do in that situation. I wouldn't know what to do in that situation. So, what would you do in that situation? I'll uh, put a comment section open in Anchor where you can leave your own comments. And I'd like to hear from you. I'd like to hear what you think. And the only way that we're going to move forward in ufology is to have common discussion, to have open discussion, and to have real discussions about what we will be doing moving forward, you know, as a community, as humanity, and where we want to be.
in the future. I'll leave it at that. Hopefully you guys are taking care of your emotional health, your spiritual health, your physical health, following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams, and as always, continuing to question the universe around you. I wish nothing but the best for you. Hopefully you guys are staying healthy. Uh, hopefully you guys are you know, enjoying your life <clears throat> to the best of your abilities because it goes by so fast. So enjoy your life. Take care of yourselves. And we'll catch you on the next Lockdown Universe. Out.